This is just a line of horror stories I heard over the years, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. First off is the Muddy Hand. Old woodsman, kindly soul, was chopping wood for these wilderness explorer boys until a tragedy happened. He accidentally chopped off his own hand. The wilderness explorers got really scared and ran away, leaving the man there bleeding. When the boys returned back to camp a few hours later, they decided they should have helped the woodsman because he was trying to help them. When they got back to his cabin, his body was gone, all that was left was his hand, and none of them boys were ever seen ever again. The only evidence was a muddy and bloody handprint on the side of the tent. And that's all for the muddy hand. Next story. Called The House of Devil Worshippers. This was made by the Diaper Kids, so yeah, thank you, John. Uh, Jeff Kenny. So here we go. There were these boys that were, oh, I don't know, say middle school, trick-or-treating a house in the woods one Halloween night. But the house was full of devil worshippers. They put these kids in these giant pizza ovens, they cooked them, and they ate them. But they forgot to turn the ovens off. So the house burned down with everyone in it. And on a silent Halloween night, you can still hear the demonic laughter of the devil worshiper ghost looking for more kids to sacrifice. Again, that was a dark one, but that was just one I heard over the years. So, here's a new one. Called, The Girl Who Never Returned. There's this one young little girl who went camping with a bunch of friends. It was a summer camp. The council said, Alright ladies, go and get firewood. Bring it back and we'll have a weenie and marshmallow roast as soon as you come back with wood. But make sure to bring a partner, because these woods are dangerous. One of the girls said, I don't need a partner. I can do whatever I want and I'm going to bring more wood than all of you combined. So, see you all later. The council said, Jessica, which was the girl's name. Jessica! Jessica! <sighs> Teenagers, go figure. Before the rest of the girls head out, they heard something on the radio. A mass murderer com- who committed a lot of genocide is escaped from prison. He's armed and dangerous and in a national forest of JT Devil Hockey Sticks. Which was the name of, for some reason, was the name of the forest they were in. Five years later, and the girl never returned. Then, 20 years later, the children of the girls who went to the camp before them, the same one Jessica went to before she disappeared, went camping too. And they heard something as they were looking for firewood. It sounded like, well, some sound to this. Someone crawling through the grass. 
slept, said Jonathan. Oh no, said his sister, Jessie. Help me, help me. He turned around and saw a girl in the woods laying down. How can we help? I need a partner. Will you be my partner? She said with a smile. That's when I noticed something. Her waist was hidden. So one of the boys grabbed her and tried to pull her up just to find out that everything waist down was not attached. She was cut in half by that murder 20 years ago. Jesse screamed and started to run. Come back. Come back. It won't hurt. It'll be over soon. And they ran. Finally, Jesse tripped and fell, but her brother kept running. Jesse never was seen again, and her body was never found. All they could find was a puddle full of blood and tears, but they never found her again. Next story is the one of Snap, snap, slide. There's this one young girl going out to make sure that she got her chores done on the account she lived on a farm. She milked the cow. She mowed the lawn. She went to go get the eggs from the chickens in the chicken house. As soon as she stepped in, she heard this. She ran inside. Where's the eggs, honey? Oh, I, f- I forgot. Let me go get them. She went back and got the eggs and brought them inside. But she thought, as soon as she stepped outside, that she saw movement from inside the chicken house. She didn't look, though. She went inside. The next day, she went to school. And she heard it. Click slide, click click slide, snap snap slide, snap snap slide. She looked around, and when she got home, she said, "Mom, mom, what is it, dearie?" She said, "It's a click click slide. He's after me." Listen, I told you ever since you were young, those stories aren't real. Now look, you're eight years old. Grow up. Those stories aren't real. Now, go check the chickens again. Maybe they laid more eggs. I'll help take your mind off it. Yes, ma'am. So she went to go to the chicken house. She heard again. Mom, I swear, 
click click slides coming to get me. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. One more word and you're sleeping outside. Yes, ma'am. Next day, she went to the store. Her mom said, oh, I forgot the spaghetti. Can you get it for me? Yes, mom. She went and got the spaghetti and she heard it again. got home she said mom I swear to God click click slides coming to get me that's it I've had it you're gonna find out that click click slide or snap snap slide or whatever does not exist go in the garage and fetch your tent and then put it up you're going to sleep there all night long. Yes, ma'am. As she set up the tent, and then that night she slept, she heard from outside. <laughs> click, click, side. Click, click, slide. Snap, slide. Snap, snap, slide. Then the tent unzipped, and a man stuck his head in and smiled and said, You read the newspaper about that guy known as Snap, Snap, Slide, right? The serial killer? She said, Yes. He said, Looks like I found my next victim. You. That morning, the mom woke up and walked outside to see how her daughter was doing. That's when she found out that click click slide or snap snap slide, whatever you want to call them, didn't exist. As she saw blood, a bloody message on the side of the tent saying, my name's snap snap slide. And your daughter says, I told you so. Just don't turn around. The mother didn't listen to that message. She was horrified and turned around. She saw a man there holding a bloody knife in her daughter's head. I warned you. Now let's have some fun. They found that woman later in bed, violated and dead. And that's the story of Snaps and Slide. We're going to keep moving on and find another story. These aren't as dark, promise. Well, most of them. There's this one counselor known as Eleanor Snips. Even though Eleanor Snips was a man, not a woman. It's weird, but whatever. He was mean. Due to his name, people thought him to be kind of a wussy or a sis. See. So he picked. So he picked on some children to show his dominance. If you were late for roll call, he'd yell at you. 
If you had candy, he would eat it in front of you. If you're afraid of swimming, he'd throw you in the river. Finally, some of the boys decided to play a little joke on him by sticking a snake in his hiking pack. As he reached in the back of his pack to look for his canteen, he got a fistful of snake. He screamed, lost his footing, and fell. Legend says he hit his head on every rock all the way down. They never found the body, but they said that head trauma drove him insane. He has been seen wandering the camp with an axe. They call him the Woodsman. He's been haunting camps for the rest of the time. Who knows how long it's been? No one knows. But there is one thing. Never rule out the paranormal. There's this one child named El- Ellen Duane. Ellen Duane was a young female. All the other girls picked on her, so she spent most of her days swimming in the lake. In fact, she spent so much time swimming in that lake that she grew fins and gills and scales. She became known as the Fish Woman, and she's been haunting that lake ever since. There's this one girl known as Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie was what you, you might call a hottie. She thought she was hot stuff. And always, you know, I'm better than one else. She picked on every other boy, especially this one boy named Jeremiah Slub. Jeremiah Slub, she called Agent. Agent Poopy Pants. Because he had bladder issues and was a loser. As she said, one day she went hiking and then got lost. And her spirit roams the mountains where she said to finally suffer and die. No one knows how long she was in those mountains. Just that she never came back. She was Irish. And for her punishment for her cruel deeds, they made her a banshee. Her if she wails over you. You or someone you love will die soon in a house. No one knows how or why. All they know is, if you hear her scream, you will not come back from wherever you may be. Alright, this is time for a few more stories, so let's go for it. I'm going to tell you three stories, and I'll see if there's any other stories you might want to hear. Or any other stories I may remember. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. So that weird, I'm sorry. But here we go anyway. Let's see. There once these three boys digging in the forest. Digging a big hole. No one knew why they were doing it. Maybe they were trying to find lost treasure. Maybe they were trying to find China. But what they found was something a little different. They found a skeleton of a viking with a precious red amulet hanging around his neck. They took it and quickly buried their find. Later on that night, they heard laughter. <laughs> it was the viking's ghost. He was laughing and brandishing his sword. 
furious that his precious amulet has been stolen. Later on, those three boys were found with their heads chopped off, but no amulet found. Some say the Vikings still out there looking for the amulet. They say on a quiet night, you can hear them brandishing his sword. Then there's one called the Beastly Bunny. There's this once this boy named Leonardo Dayoa. He was a Native American. Well, he was half Native American and he had some uh, had some French in his family. So he brought his favorite candy with him, Skittles. But some that had chocolate in the middle. So Skittles and M's combined. He didn't he it was called something similar to Skittles, but he decided to call it something better. Dr. Choco's Windspang Super Candy was his nickname for them. No one knows why. But hey, it has a nice ring to it, so why not? That's when he heard some weird snuffling sounds come from outside. But now it's worth mentioning that he would wait till all of his classmates or Kevin mates were asleep before he started stuffing his face. He looked outside and found out it was nothing but a harmless bunny rabbit sniffing for food. Now, he knew the rules about not feeding the animals, but he couldn't help himself. That little bunny was just so darn cute. So every night he would dish out a handful of candy for the bunny. And the bunny was more than happy to gobble them up. But as the nights came and went of him feeding his furry friend, he noticed something odd. The bunny was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It turns out Dr. Choco's Whizbang Super Candy can do weird things to little bunnies. At first the bunny was the size of a small cat, then a dog, until finally it was the size of a freaking grizzly bear. The last night of camp, Leonardo was willing to dish out the last of his candy to the bunny, but the bunny wouldn't have it. The bunny needed something bigger, something meatier, to satisfy his hunger and his lust for blood. Nothing to. Long story short, no one ever saw poor Leonardo after that. That's why I always carry carrots around. In case the bunny's still out there, still looking for his next victim. Last story for the night is the alien shark attack. Once there's these two girls and one boy. Dahlia, Desiree, and Connor. They all went for a swim. They loved swimming. Later on, they decided to watch the stars. Their goal was to see a hundred falling stars by the end of camp. They were on star 79 until one they realized it didn't blow up when entering the world's atmosphere. It just kept going and going and going until it splashed right into the lake. No more than a stone's throw from where they were sitting. When morning came, they decided to go for a morning swim to see what the heck that thing was. 
and why it landed there, and why it didn't blow up. It turned out it was an egg. Not just any egg. A egg from a sea creature. That's odd. That's when Desiree, fast thinking, and quite foxy the way she was, decided to pick up a branch and poke it. More as a joke than anything else. That turned out to be the biggest mistake of her life. The egg hatched. And a poke, a green polka-dotted shark popped out. As the alien shark bared its teeth, snapping at the girls. Desiree, Connor, and Dahlia both swam unfor- away. Unfortunately, Connor got bit by the shark and was swiftly eaten. Desiree and Dahlia drenched in tears not just the water from the pond but tears ran to the counselor and told him what was going on told him that Connor didn't just wander off or drowned he was eaten alive by a shark but the story fell upon deaf ears from now on swimming Boating and fishing is forbidden at that camp for all eternity. They say it's because there's been way too many incidences at Camp Small Creek. They say they can hear still it splashing at night. Shh, listen. Now, let's see here. Well, everyone. That seems to be... Oh! I forgot. One last story. One day, my, my sister Chelsea was staying the night over at her grandma's. Her grandma's has Native American doll collections, but one doll sits on the mantle by the fireplace. My sister decided to walk around at night. No one knows why, maybe she was hungry, maybe she wanted to have a little ghost hunt. But she noticed the doll's eyes were following her around. She walked back to her room and then heard something behind her. Like little feet. Running. She turned around. The doll was just sitting in the hallway. She turned away and took two more steps. Did you hear that? She turned back around and saw the doll just sitting there, closer, then closer, then closer. And then she said, I know what you're doing. The doll said, Wanna play? I know a game. It's called the knife game. To see if you can trust the other one with their hand coordination. Let's just say, all the people I played this game with, they never really came back. They went somewhere called the morgue because they were without breath. You want to be the next one? My sister ran to her room, slammed and locked the door. Later on that morning, 
The grandma said, Chelsea, why'd you move my doll? I didn't, it followed me. The curse is real. And she told her the story about how a curse was cast upon that doll to kill the princess of the river of the Native American tribe, the Shoshone. That's when they found out that was the same doll. Well, there we go. Hope you like these horror stories. Thank you for listening. And if you like this video, press up on the face like boss. As always, high fives all around. Please leave a nice comment and or and or review on my in the comments below and subscribe to the Wolf Brothers. And tell him to get back to work on his video that he's supposed to be doing. So thank you for watching this video and I'll see you all later. And remember look in the shadows because it's this world's a strange one. Thank you everyone and good night. And tell your friends and family. I really would appreciate it. Thank you. And good night.